This is the Darnell Autry Show. I am Darnell Autry with Daniel Blunk. And here we go. All right, Daniel. Here is one here's one question that I know you get asked a lot. A lot, lot. Right. Um I thought about this myself. I have a very easy answer, but I'm not really involved in this. So the question right. to you should college athletes get paid? Hmm. Wow. Well, I obviously think that the college game has, <clears throat> excuse me, I apologize, my voice is a little bit harsh, but um, hoarse. Um, I think the college game has obviously evolved, right? It's it's gotten it's gotten far bigger and far more lucrative than it ever has been in the past. You know, you've got. You know all the bowl games. You've got all the sponsors. You've got all the um, now. You got the national championship, and and that adds sponsors. And then you got you know um, college coaches that are making now eight, nine million, ten million dollars a year. You've got assistant coaches that are making big money, and and they all have the opportunities to go pro to make even more money. And you got you know all the apparel deals and shoe deals and Nike. And I mean, it's just, and the list goes on and on about all the things that surround these young men. And, you know, then you got the university that's, you know, selling the tickets and, and, and selling the apparel and, 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 you know, generating all of this revenue around these young men. So I feel like obviously something has to be done it has to be addressed. It has to be um, looked at. And I think that there could be some opportunities to share the wealth to, I, I, I and, and I don't, and I wouldn't say that it's pay, right? I would say compensation, right? There should be some kind of compensation for your participation in a million dollar revenue generating sport that is you make an excellent point um and regarding participation right now i as a fan mm -hmm. am going to look at it as a fan right so for me it's it's disappointing to watch and i'm going to be specific to college football right it's disappointing to tune in to a bowl game and i find out that three of the starters are not playing or sitting out because they're going to go in, go for the draft. So they don't want to take the chance of getting injured. Should there be something if, if we're, we're going to make a deal, let's say, right, if right. you want to word it that way, right, we're going to make right. a deal. Uh, and I'm being specific to college right. football players. Right. Should there be something where they are obligated to participate in bowl games, postseason, you know, playoff games, whatever it is. What do you think of that? Um, well, my, my first thought is that's a recent phenomenon, right? Because only until recently, you know, as you've added more bowl games, right? You add more bowl games, which again, it's about generating more money, um, for the universities and for sponsors and, and all the surrounding businesses and companies of these, of these young men and women actually, but that's a recent thing that is that is that has come up where is it worth it for me to be at the go jump through your hoop bowl game in 
you know, Northern Texas against Panhandle U and I'm projected to be a first round draft pick. I mean, like, is, is it, is it worth the, and, and I'm a senior, right. Or I'm a junior and I have, and I have no plans on coming back as a senior. Is it, is it worth my time? And I think that that can be addressed in this compensation agreement, right? I think you can, you, I, I don't feel like you should penalize uh, a student athlete because they have aspirations to go to the next level and don't think that the bowl game will boost that for them. Um, and it's interesting that um, college football has gotten to that point now where sort of like the NBA, right? You go to a game and you find out LeBron's sitting, you're disappointed. Remember, we're still calling these college athletes, we're still calling them amateurs. That's a good point. Right? We're still calling them amateurs. And we are now, as fans, disappointed and or frustrated because someone's not giving us one more game. You know what I mean? That's fair, yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah. They're not giving us one more game because, you know, we want to go to the bowl game. We want to see you. We want to see us win, and we want to see you play another game. I love that that it's gotten to that, that players are starting to, to, to look at how, how do I help protect myself? And then how do I, how do I protect myself? But then how do I also, um, ensure my health at the next level? And again, that's assuming that you're a projected first or second round pick or, um, or projected even in the top three, I guess, top three rounds, you know, that, that you're, you're projected to go that high. And it's and it's a unanimous, right? Unanimous understanding, right? Because you know when I came out, it was not quote unquote unanimous that I was going to be first, second, or third. I was slated anywhere from first round all the way to seventh round. So for me, the idea and concept of not participating in the Rose Bowl was not even a question. That's not a thing. In fact, I didn't realize that I was not, I wasn't even sure that I was going to go pro until after the bowl game anyway. So I think this phenomenon now is really starting to speak to all of these bowl games that we've got these teams participating in and their perceived lack of value for the student athlete, right? The student athlete goes, this is not worth my time. So I think you have to look at that now and go, okay, so what do we do about this? And I could see the NCAA coming down going, well, if you don't participate in our big bowl games, then we penalize you X, Y, and Z as a school or whatever, whatever, which should not be their place. That should not be the thing that they do. Okay. Right. All right. Fair enough. Now this, this next question I have, I don't know if I'm speaking as a fan or if I'm speaking as just some, bitter salty dude that <laughs> that was never athletic enough to even get an athletic scholarship but some may raise the point well isn't a scholarship enough i mean we're giving you a free college education shouldn't that be good enough for these college athletes Wow. And, you know, I, I love, I love this question because it 
puts the onus on it puts the onus on the player right it puts it on the 18 year old student athlete right because and and his support system right and his parents and all his pastor and all the people that are guiding him through his high school coach all these people that are guiding him through this recruiting process right and if you pick a school based on the academic prowess of that school right you go to the university of uh southern california and you want to study film that makes sense because they're some of the best in 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 the world right if you go to a school because they have a great agricultural program they've got a good biology program they've got a good engineering program um if you pick the school because of a specific academic want and a thing that you want to fulfill in your life um and your you know you want to be an attorney so you go to you know Howard University because they got a great criminal justice degree right if you pick a school because of that then absolutely the scholarship is 100% worth it right because you get to get your education for free and you're going to use that right you're going to use that and that's not saying at 18, you know, you know exactly what you want to study. But if you pick a school like, I don't know, Northwestern, you know, and, and I want to be very clear about my selection of Northwestern. In the process of my being recruited, I thought to myself and my parents agreed that we wanted to be somewhere where if football did not work out, that I do not have, that I do not become a starter, that I am on the team but not the guy that, um, and, you know, at the end of four years, I graduate and the degree is worth it. That's the school I wanted to go to. Um, and then sub, and then below that was, okay, will I get an opportunity to play? What is the opportunities on the field? You know, will I... You know, what are the opportunities of me starting? Who's in front of me? Who's beside me? Who, you know, who's part of my class? Who's coming in the class? I mean, there's all these other football stuff, right? All these other football questions. So it is 100% worth it if you go there because you're academically minded and then you you have a career and a, and a passion for something. You wanted to be a doctor when you were a kid. You always wanted to be a fireman. And so you went to this one university that has this program that you wanted. So if you picked it as an academic spot over the football, then yes, absolutely. The scholarship work is worth it. And I will honestly say that it takes, um, it takes a lot of guts to um, pick a school based on academics over football when you're good enough to be on a program where you can win you know, national championships and get all these, this, this, uh, attention, right. And an opportunity to go to the NFL, right. I mean, it's really tough. I couldn't imagine if I was setting the stage for you, I was the number one, you know, running back coming out of, uh, Arizona and, you know, LSU calls and says, Hey, you know, you're our future. Right. And I really, really want to be, a um oceanographer or you know someone that studies the ocean in that you know 
And I have an opportunity also to go to University of Miami. Let's say they have a great program, the academic program, um, and choose a, a choose a school that's not f- as strong football wise as they are academically for what I want to study. You know that takes gall, and that takes um, real balls to be able to do that, right? To be able to say, hey, listen, you know. I'm a good athlete. I know I'm a great athlete, but I pick the academics. And even if I went to, you know, not the powerhouse, I went to a a secondary school or a mid mid level school in terms of being Division One still, but not on the national football stage. I pick that because I want to study agriculture. So I go to Texas A and M, you know, because that's my passion. You still have the opportunity to go pro, right? There's there's nothing that says your talent goes away, right? But you've now just said, okay, I pick my passion and still want to play football. You know what I mean? Very nice. Excellent. Thank you very much. No, no, I, I really like that answer. I really like that answer. All right, so now here you are, Darnell. You are center stage, and we have the spotlight shining on you. Mm-hmm. So the question, should college athletes get so so stop all the stalling and all the humming and <laughs> hawing and the justifications and blah 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 blah. I do believe that they should be compensated. Yes. But I think that the compensation structure should be um focused on the long term, not the here and now, right? So what I mean is you create a a, a fund, a trust where when the student athlete graduates, you get X amount of dollars, right? Because then you're no longer a, you're no longer a, an amateur. You're you're now a young adult. Um, you're either now a young pro, you know, young aspiring pro, or you just are a young graduate. So you get you know five grand. And again, I'm just being arbitrary about the money. And and it allows you to springboard out of the university and start your future life with a degree and, and so on. And then, you know, five years down the line, you then get another installment and that's it. But but what you do with that and what you've done is you've set them up outside of football, right? Because I think there's a lot of people that think like, oh, you know, football players got it easy and they just, you know, they got free education and and, and is that not enough? Well, you know, we, we've signed up with a contract. with us. It's a scholarship. It's a contract. And there's expectations that you participate in all the things that are stipulated in that contract. And that contract says, hey, for us giving you free education, you will be working out. You'll practice. You will go to um, film study. You'll also take these classes. You'll also go to, you'll go to study hall. You'll go to all of these things. You'll do winter workouts. You'll do summer workouts. You'll go back to the season and you'll do all these things. You'll be a good citizen. And you will also, you know, you'll not get paid, you know, when you're in school, you'll not get any money. That's just how that works. Just to, you know, weed out any idea that maybe you get an extra bonus or an extra perk. You know, you're not doing any of that. And so, you know, it is in itself, it's, it's a, it's a contract. And, you know, if you don't participate and follow the rules in this contract, your scholarship gets taken away. And so when you have that hanging over your head, 
it's sometimes really hard to take advantage of all the things that a university has to offer, right? Because football practices either in the mornings or in the evenings, depending on the university. And if you're studying pre-med and the only bio class you can take in the fall as a junior falls in right in the middle of practice, you can't take that class. So now what do you do? You know, what do you do? And unfortunately, the practice schedule trumps your academic schedule. It's just, it, it just does. And, you know, anybody that says, oh, no, that's not true, that, that's, that's false. You know, your practice schedule, your workouts and all that, they trump your academic schedule. And some, and, and again, I, and, I, and I don't mean to sound like, oh, these universities don't care about anybody's education and they're just using the players and whatever. I do think that there are, there are a lot of universities and coaches and programs out there that genuinely care about their student athletes and want to see them succeed and do the right thing by develop, developing them and allowing them to challenge themselves in the academic form as much as they do on the football field. And, and I, I do believe that. But then there are also universities and programs out there that genuinely, that's secondary. You're here to play football. So because you're here to play football, then, you know, your passion for, you know, studying rocks takes secondary. You know what I mean? Your passion for the stars and, and, and astronomy, now that takes backseat to you can't take that class because this is our schedule. And maybe engineering will take up too much of your time that maybe engineering can't be for you because you just won't have the time. You know, I know that, you know, at Northwestern University, it was, it was tough. It was really, really tough. And, and academically it was tough. And, you know, my experience wasn't from a big state school where I went to, you know, 65,000 kids or 40,000 kids on campus. And, you know, the classes are 400, you know, people in each class and, you know, student athletes were on their stars on a big, you know, big fish in a big pond. And they had all these different, you know, options and classes and things they could go to and different degrees and all that. I, I didn't have that, that experience. You know, I was at a small liberal arts college, um, university and, you know, it was hard. You know, and again, we had professors that loved football, which was which was very helpful. You know, now were they giving us they weren't, you know, giving us papers and they weren't just giving us A's because we were in their class. I mean, would they bend and flex if a paper was due on Friday? Yeah, probably because they wanted they, they understood that we were under a schedule crunch. You know, hey, can I can I can I do a take home instead of a maybe? I mean, so, so there were students, there were, there were not students, but there were, there were professors that were willing to help us, you know, bend with our schedule. But then there were a lot that were not, you know what I mean? There were a lot that were not. And those are the classes you take outside of football season because you know that they were going to be grueling. You knew that they were going to be tough. You know that they, you know, if the paper's due on Friday, the paper's due on Friday, period. That's it. And I'm not going to bend our academic integrity for you just because you either feel like you're overworked. Well, then don't play football. That's their thing, right? Because there are kids here that pay a lot of money to be at this university. And they perform very well in high school to be at this university. So 
I was grateful and, 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 and happy that I had that opportunity, but you know, it's, it, 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 there's an obligation that comes with every, every scholarship. Darnell Autry here. Yeah. So I wanted to add a little uh, more clarity on the take of whether or not student athletes should get paid. You know, I had mentioned before that I think they should be compensated. I don't know that they should be paid per se, but uh, I want to make it clear that I do think that if you're going to use their likeness in video games and jerseys and 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 products, things like that, then yes, I, I do think that they should be paid for those things. My point, though, is, is that we could set up a system that is that does more than just pay them right now right there's there like you know i i think that you could do more than hey here's here's five thousand bucks for your likeness um congratulations i mentioned before that i think there should be some sort of trust that you know when you graduate you get a little bonus and then a couple years four or five years down the line you then get another bonus and then you're you're good because i think that kind of system you're saying to the athlete like i care about you as you as what you've done for us here but i also care about you when you leave here that we want to make sure that you get a uh, um, the best opportunity going forward after your sporting world is over because i do think a lot of athletes i think most will end in college so if your football career your soccer career your baseball career ends at college then what are you going to do with the rest of your life and i think that that a system that that pays you a little bonus when you graduate and then gives you a little something down the line, I think that is far more um, impactful than to give an 18 or 19 year old, you know, 1200 bucks. Here you go right now, because I don't think, you know, for your Jersey or for your likeness, because we use you in a game. I don't know that that sets them up um, for success in the future. Thank you for joining us at the Darnell Autry show. We're out.